0: Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite English language podcast about Korean football.
1: Did Good. I get that right? Yes. Yes. You sound like you're uh, preparing for some racing commentary.
0: No, no, I'm just you're very, very...
1: Boxing, kind of.
0: Boxing, it could be boxing. I'm just very, very excited to be here tonight. Uh, Paul, why am I here, actually?
1: Because Mark double-booked himself again. Did he really? Apparently. Did he not?
0: I don't uh, I heard he's just... A block away or something, but can't actually bring himself to be here.
1: <laughs> Quite possibly. Anyway, Paul, how are you? Not too bad. Excited, obviously. Really? Why? Fixtures are out. Fixtures are out. Time to start planning away trips. Yes. Are you? Um, well. Actually, is that why I had like I got very
0: excited this afternoon because I had like thirty-six notifications in my Facebook <laughs> inbox. And I thought, wow, I've got some friends at last. Yeah. Then I clicked on it, and it was
1: I. Soul Poor versus. jokes about soul versus soul versus Sol versus
0: uh, Sue Won't and John Bribe and things like that. So uh, I, I quickly clicked on. I want to hear less about that particular <laughs> group. But there we go. Anyway, it's the close season, but lots to talk about yep. tonight. What's on the
1: agenda? Uh, obviously, football fixtures are out, so we'll talk about that for a little bit. There's a little bit of a kerfluffle about the release. Okay. Um, someone released too soon. Bit of premature. Um, I'm not going to help you out with that. <laughs> with that pun. Going back to the capsule hotel in Japan, I. Uh, yeah,
0: I can't remember that. I was a bit hungover that morning. <laughs> And the morning we recorded it. Yeah. Okay, so release of the fixtures and the, the re-release of the fixtures, obviously, first of all.
1: And then the non-release of some fixtures.
0: And the non-release of some other fixtures, okay. And then if anyone wants to go to the fixtures this year, the attendances are going to be count. whether they're there or not, is going to be counted in a different way. So we're going to talk go about the, attendances. Go through the new
1: methodology. Yeah. Right,
0: Bit of science for you, statistics. And we're talking about a lot of statistics and science tonight because uh, I see you've got a big document in front of you, which looks very much like, um, or not, it doesn't look like anything like a balance sheet, but it looks like some figures.
1: It's not in a balance. table. It's an income statement. An income statement. No balance sheet at all. Right. No. Apparently, okay. apparently the uh, the K League is worthless. so There's no assets to it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go through the accounts. They were released. Publicly this week. I'm going to briefly talk
0: about... Well, there was some football this week. We're going to talk about the... I know you want to talk about FC Sol's Friendly in Germany, but we're going to talk we're about... Only one one. Yeah. The uh, under-23 AFC championships, which I sort of chanced upon on TV. So I actually watched the game. I'm, I'm excited about that. Then we're going to talk about... We've got a bit of other business to talk about as well. Uh, yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Okay, first up pictures are out exciting week it was
1: well it was for a few hours on Monday and then they were yanked hence, right hence the uh today's intro which was by Gareth Gates yeah um
0: oh, oh. right um yeah because I know a lot about uh Evergreen it's uh about uh, a homage to I don't know was that Will Smith you know, I was young back when the, these things came out. It's a, a very obscure song called i Made a Stupid Mistake in honour of the K-League employee who, you know, found them on the printer and just
1: popped them online. I Well, I would assume that the K-League prepares a press release and then they put, like, an embargo date on it. I guess yeah. you guys do the same, do you? I actually did
0: re- have released our fixtures early twice now, but no one's noticed um, because... I don't check what gets released in English. But,
1: you know. I, I also had a, a press release which I released early because they, they sent it to me with saying embargoed until such and such a date, Yeah. and then they changed the date but they didn't tell me, oh, right. so I dutifully released it and then got a shitty phone call saying, this wasn't supposed to be released for another two days, what have you done? Was it important? Uh, no, they were making a, a big fuss about nothing. Oh, right. I mean, okay. it could have been, but it turned out not to be. Right, so it wasn't like the mayor
0: resigning or anything like that. No, no. You no. no, that's tomorrow's press release. Yeah, I just <laughs> saw it sat... sat-, sat- uh,
1: yeah. you, know, you know, I won't be able to talk about these things for much longer, because we're entering an election period, so I'm, I'm banned of talking about... Are we really? It. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, uh, any... Get, get a day off work in June. Oh, do we really? Yeah, for the uh, regional elections. Fantastic. One day I'll get a vote as well. If you get your F5 visa yeah Uh, does that uh, that's just that's just like the dong elections though isn't it it's not for mayor of Seoul oh is it really yeah I guess it's mayors and uh, regional councils and things like that okay uh, the only
0: mayors I'm interested in are like mayors and fillies and things like that. So anyway, let's get on. Fixtures were released,
1: then they were retracted, and... then the K- I, I know someone who works at the K-League, so I asked him when when are they going to be officially reset, don't worry, they'll be back out tomorrow. Okay. So that was supposed to be released on Tuesday, but nothing. Uh, Wednesday morning he texted me back finally saying oh, the clubs had requested some changes, so we've been... Uh, updating them. <laughs> right. So I said to him, oh... I'm going to assume it wasn't like Daegu or Gyeongnan requesting well, changes. Well, I said, is that Chumbuk, like doing lots of funny business again? He said, no, Chombuk had been quite quiet, but he didn't. He declined to say who made, requested what changes, although, although I guess... Uh, Did Seoul listen to my request for evening home games?
0: Uh, in some cases. Okay. Um, so... Did Sangju have any home games in the first... Ten fixtures of the season. They don't. They're
1: away for the first they time. They are actually. Do we know why? Yes, I checked with him. Okay. So you know, Korea has a, a national sports festival every year. Yes, it does. Uh, apparently, there's a North Gyeongsang Sports Festival, right. which is being held in March and April. Therefore, in Sangju, presumably. Right. So the Sangju Civil Stadium is unavailable. Okay. For two months. And so
0: Sangju have had the decency to play their games away from home instead of playing it in a totally unfit stadium with floodlights that don't work and no toilets inside,
1: like some other team did last year. (laughs) Yes. Right. Good. Although there's no toilets inside Sangju Stadium. Is there not? No. You have to to go out and then they're built into the wall of the stadium. Right, but they're actually in the stadium
0: sort of proper, but just where the ticket's... Right. Beyond the tickets right. things. Right. OK. Anyway, well, we can forgive Sanji for that. We can't forgive whoever that other team was for, for that last year. Uh, OK. And uh, anything else interesting
1: about these fixtures? Um, because of, there's a big World Cup break, so fixtures finish, I think, roughly about the 20th of May. Yes. And then nothing until beginning of July. We'll have challenge. Well... We don't know yet. Do it because they've not been released. Well, yes, because we don't we don't actually know how many teams in the challenge
0: will actually make it to the first day of the, the, the season. But right, we'll, but we will have challenge
1: surely. The, well, there's about a 50 day break. Right, which is obviously a lot longer than normal. Mm. Which means, which is I assume, is why we're starting a little bit earlier than last year. Right, and lots of midweek games. Right, fantastic. Finishing about three weeks later than okay. last year. So, first game is the first of March first of March any highlights public holiday Uh, obviously league winners against cup winners yeah Chumbuk against Ulsan Mm -hmm. Seoul travelling down to Jeju right (laughs) nice handy one uh, one, yeah you could because first of March is a Thursday it's a public holiday Mm. so you could do it as a day trip fly down Mm -hmm. fly back after the match Mm. 4pm kickoff. finish at 6 dash back to the airport yeah are Incheon at home Uh, no idea right um, obviously, only paid attention to one <laughs> <Okay>. team. <laughs> um, or you can make a long weekend of it: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah,
0: I can't <laughs> make a long weekend of it. But any, anyway, uh, okay. So, it is very exciting. When is the first? What fixture what, what did you look out for first? Um, super match, I guess. Super match. And when is the first super match? Um,
1: it's in April. Oh, well, wow. that's good. Uh, and is it? In Seoul, or is it in Suwon? In Suwon. In Suwon. I think so it's round eight, is it?
0: I, 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 you, you tell me. You're the, you're the guy with the, the fixtures open in front of you. I have fixtures. But, <laughs> but um, so we've got to wait for the, the return of the prodigal
1: son to... Yep. The, he will be... Ah, uh, right, I do know when the first one is, because it's when my parents are here, so it's the 8th of April. 8th of April, okay. Down in Suwon. Right. Uh, a month later, Children's Day... Yes. Second Super Match in Seoul. Right. Third Super Match back in Suwon on Liberation Day, fifteenth of August. Fifteenth of August. Yeah. Right. Evening kickoff on a Wednesday. So they're yeah, and, holiday. Right. So they're
0: looking for big crowds this big year. Crowds. That seems kind of ridiculously sensible scheduling.
1: Yep. As opposed to Seoul's matches with Hang, right. all three of which are midweek. Great. Fantastic. And. To two of their matches at the Chonnam are midweek. Mm. So. I think we were talking last year that with the public holidays,
0: they tried to get the smaller teams at home so they could get potentially big crowds. Yeah. This year it seems they've gone for the big fixtures on the holidays, which
1: yeah. I don't know, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll see if that's good. Going to go and try and break that Seoul-Songnam Children's Day record from... See- 61, was it? 62, 63,000? Yeah, although in reality it was probably about 20.
0: No, I think it was about sixty three. but how many people actually paid to get in is another matter, uh, which I believe is something we're going to be talking about very soon. Anything else you need to say about fixtures though? Um, No, not really. No. They are what they are. They are what they are. So that Children's Day match we were talking about, it was several years ago now. Do you want to remind people of the score? I don't remember. It was 5 nil, I think. To Seoul? To, uh, it wasn't to Sonam, uh, ill-wired as it was
1: at, at the time. It, it was Children's Day. It was the record... Is this your, we're going to dip into the K-Classics K right now, are we? Yeah, well, I actually offered
0: to yeah. write that one for, for for Mark. You see, I can't write anything more because uh, about six months ago, I promised our, our friends at
1: K-League oh, yeah. United
0: I'd write something about stadiums. I haven't finished that yet, yeah. so I can't write anything more. I've done that you see uh, but I did offer Mark I said I make it I, I would make a, sp- a special exception and write about that particular day and for some reason he said no nah, it's all right I don't need you to write about that but uh, anyway it was the record attendance for a domestic sporting event in Korea obviously there's no baseball stadium which can hold more than 25,000 25, uh, international football matches have had have had more I'd like to say the racing has had more but I'm not sure if it's had 61,000 in, in one place Uh, So it does hold the record, but it was the Shinhan Love Card Day. Okay. And therefore, I think only about... I think me and Mark were actually the only people who paid to get into the (coughs) same that day. Which which stand was Mark in that day? He had a spare ticket for the same one I did, which happened to be the VIP section, so we were in the WAGs section that day. There you go. Mm -hmm. Right on the halfway line. Okay. Anyway, so... If that match took place this year, there wouldn't be 60,000 people there, because 60,000 people, even if they were there... Won't be there. because they have, Well, they won't be there anyway, but because 40,000 of them wouldn't have paid, and they won't be counted. Is that right?
1: Right. So, uh, what was it? 2012, the K League decided that clubs were basically taking the piss with their attendance figures. Yes. Uh, and they made them sort of cut down on the number of free tickets they were giving out, and be more accurate in their reporting, so in in those days, uh, clubs would hand out free tickets to local schools and whatever, and they would count those people as coming, even if even if the tickets weren't used. Right. So then they changed it to say you can hand out free tickets, but you can only count people as coming if they actually turn up and the ticket gets torn off and used. Which sounds uh, logical, right? Which caused a big drop in Kaylee crowds. An average of three thousand across the league. Right,
0: there was the year when they dropped from being in well in five-figure the average
1: attendance down to being in four in four figures. Right, um, so uh, there's still some kind of ways that clubs have been inflating their crowds in the last couple of years. So mm. they this year the the K League have come out and taken a strong stance, said change the me- me- methodology for calculating the crowds, uh, and their statement is saying for the benefit of the league and for its future growth, we need to be accurate reporting. So we're going to give away all these little loopholes that clubs have been using, find out the base figure. It's going to be tough, it's going to be disappointing this year, but the only way is up from there.
0: Right. This must be... I don't know if... I I looked in on the Rock Football Forum for the first time in a while, and it's... Quite dead. It's quite dead, yeah. But this is exactly what... They have been wanting for years and years and years. I mean, the amount of threads over the years about attendances. Yeah. And um, good old Ann American, he must be turning cartwheels at this. <laughs> Is he still around? Are you still around? I, I, I thought <laughs> I saw him at Songnam. Did see him at Songnam game in the rain earlier earlier on uh, last year, as it was, as it was now. And the first thing he said, um, well, actually, the first thing he said when the attendance thing came came up, it was like the attendance was, was like. There's a song name last year. One thousand five hundred. First he said, "There's not one thousand five hundred. There's like eighty-two people here. Look, I counted them." So that can't
1: happen anymore. No. So in two thousand and twelve, the average attendance was uh, ten thousand seven hundred nine people. Right. Uh, and the following season, that dropped by about three thousand to seven hundred seven thousand one hundred fifty-seven. Mm. And it's held fairly uh, fairly uh, steady since then. So. So now, next season, you expected to drop. Like a stone. So what they've said is there's basically two two major changes. Firstly, you can hand out free tickets, but if someone comes on a free ticket, you can't count them. Yeah, they're only going to count paying paying okay, customers. That's right. Second one is up to now, uh, season ticket holders are counted as present even if they don't come that day. Right. So if you sell if you sell ten thousand season tickets, you've got a minimum crowd of ten thousand for every game. Right. Although, but I am
0: I've always felt. Seoul counting them reasonably accurately, and recently Sue have been counting them reasonably accurately as well. Like they, I, I was at a game a game last season when the, the attendance was announced at
1: four thousand. I'm pretty sure there were more than four thousand Soul season ticket holders. Yeah, you'd think you'd think that Seoul have been doing that already, but, right. uh, but so some certain other clubs apparently haven't. So. Right. Uh, do you want to take a guess about which club has the highest ratio of paying fans, fans that pay to get there?
0: Uh, we're
1: just talking in the classic,
0: obviously. Uh, for Are the moment yeah. talking the classic uh, highest ratio of paying fans I'm going to say um, not Seoul not Suwon I'm not going to say John Book
1: either Ulsan Ulsan, no you're wrong huh. I was surprised actually which, which it was I'll get to, that was it? get to that in a minute okay. so, last year the average attendance was 6,486 That's... across the league the average number of paying fans was five thousand three hundred eighty-seven. So, oh, okay. wow, each, that's
0: impressive that they have those
1: figures. Is, each game, there's about a thousand free tickets yeah. given out. Uh, when it comes, so that gives you an, an average of eighty-three point one percent of fans are paying.
0: Right.
1: When it comes to different clubs, uh, Pohang Steelers has the highest fee-paying ratio. Really? No, I, I find, was, really I hard find hard.
0: that impossible because they've always got a million soldiers at every
1: game. Right. Can- but apparently. Their average crowd last year was eight thousand three hundred and seventy-four, of which eight thousand and seventy-one paid to get in. Really. Congratulations, Pohang. The lowest ratio was at Kwangju, where their average crowd was three thousand and forty-five, of which fifty-seven percent, or one thousand seven hundred and fifty-seven, paid to get in. I'm surprised that many paid actually. Yeah. If you talk about the class, uh, the, if you talk about the challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have figures for challenges as well. Yep. The average uh, ticket buying ratio is 49.1%. So less than half. Yep. And uh, let's go down. What's that? Anyang has the lowest. Right. Only 38% of people pay to go to Anyang Games. Really? 1,269 out of 3,339. Eland, 38.2%. So 600 people out of 1,600. Right. Uh, in the highest was. Does it count if
0: you're like tithing to your church and you get an Elan ticket? Does that count? I don't know. No? Not that they're, they're connected they're, they're with they organised religion or anything. Organised crime.
1: Um, the highest was Asan. Really? Yes. So, Arsan. Is that just because they couldn't be bothered to give away any ticket because they knew nobody would come, or...? Arsene averaged 2,055 fans, really? and 68% of those were paid to, to That's go. That's impressive. Although whether they'll, they'll maintain that this year, we don't know. That. <laughs> mm. I enjoyed our little trip
0: down to Arsene a few months ago, actually. Not, not a bad stadium. For a, for a stadium with a running track, it wasn't bad at all. So there you go. Crowds are going to be more accurate this year. Right. And that
1: will change precisely... And uh, you'll... Nothing, I guess just, just make people complain about the poor state of Korean crowds more right uh, so you 're going to buy a season ticket you 'll only be counted when you 're there this right yeah i, I, mean, I did, but in f c Soul
0: paul Carver gets counted, <coughs> gets counted being there about thirty five times so right. it's, uh, a, yeah okay in, interesting interesting stuff uh, i i didn 't realize that was going to be applied to the, the the challenge as well I guess accuracy is the uh,
1: also hmm. v a r coming in for the challenges uh no, sorry, next year, right? This year? Right. This year. Yeah, this year. Great. Really excited about that. And uh, they're currently tendering for a new, or whoever wants to run the, the VAR for the year. Are we going to bid? Uh, bids are due by sometime on Friday. Are they really? Yeah. We've got time to knock one together. <laughs> the, knock the, one out? The, yeah, well,
0: I mean, that's pretty much what VAR is. I, I don't think this VAR is the problem as, as well, I... My opinion is it should only be used for whether it crosses the goal line, but I think a lot depends on the competency of the officials, and if the officials are
1: competent, then the process should be simple. So they've started introducing it to England, Yeah. and they used it this week in several games on Monday, was it, or Tuesday? It was
0: Leicester and Fleet. So, yeah, Fleetwood, where Tuesday. apparently it
1: worked well, and then Chelsea Norwich last night didn't work well or something. So, yeah, so the match on Tuesday night between FA Cup replay between Leicester and Fleetwood, after that was being lauded because yeah. the goal had been awarded mm-hmm. when it had been given, the guy had been given offside incorrectly, yeah. or marginally, should we say. Uh, and then Wednesday night, Chelsea Norwich, and everyone's up in arms saying it's a a load of rubbish.
0: Right. Uh, as I said it is and it, it, it is here it shouldn't be any surprise that it doesn't really work, hasn't worked very well in the K-League because, um, you may disagree you may think it's worked perfectly in, in the K-League, but the com- the process the competency of the process is the most important thing and the process has been quite incompetent if the process works well then it works well I think it's I- not the technology itself that's to blame, it's the people using it.
1: I think the good thing about what I've seen in, in England is that they've got a referee hidden away in a studio somewhere and he's right. watching all the different camera angles mm. and he informs the other referee. But so far the, the the referee on the pitch doesn't necessarily have to go and watch the replay. Right. He, he can just take the Right, right, exactly. It. The Whereas, process
0: the process looks better.
1: So they are saying in the in the case of the Leicester Fleetwood one, it was seventy seconds between the goal between the ball crossing the line and and being given being given, okay. Whereas we've seen some monster delays in, yeah. the, in the K League right? because it,
0: the referee has to go and do it in, in, himself. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's like in the in the baseball you have this, and all all of the sports here the video video referee, the poor guy who's given the decision has to trudge over and and find out what an idiot he's been. But,
1: but while while I'm generally in favour of VAR, um, and the, the reason that because Diane's now gone to Sue on and he's never going to get a penalty again, yeah? <laughs> because the reason people gave for not using it is for maintaining the same refereeing standards at all levels of football, right? And they're saying, well, you don't have, you don't have TV cameras in the Sunday league. I, I, r-
0: r- rubbish. In, in in tennis tournaments around the world, centre court has Hawkeye, the other courts don't. Doesn't but, matter.
1: But, well, as long as it's the same for both teams who are playing in that particular game. But I, I don't necessarily... I think you need to have it for all levels of football but I do think we'd be better to have it for all games in the same competition if possible so it, at the right. moment you can only it's only installed for uh, Premier League teams right yeah. so in the FA Cup if it's a team between Premier League team and whoever mm. then they're using it if it's a, if it's a, for example the Leicester Fleetwood game right the first leg was at Fleetwood so it wasn't used the right. second leg was at Leicester so it was used
0: yeah but when it was used it was the same for both for both teams. I, I, don't take, I, I don't see that matters. Like Tennis tournament, okay, it's something like the Australian Open that's going on now. Every Because it's a Grand Slam, every court's the same. All the players will have you know, three challenge, two challenges per set, et cetera. But other normal ATP or WTA tournaments around the world, the one in Seoul, for instance, if the, the game is on center court, then they have challenges and they have the video replays. If it's on outer court, they don't. It's the same tournament. It's the same games going on simultaneously. They, they, they don't. I don't see it matters. Okay. I mean, I'd sooner see it done away with all together, but not in tennis. I think it works very well in tennis, but in football, nah,
1: not at all. Talking of VAR, it must have cost a few quid to implement. How much do you think they spent on it? I would love to know. Is there any way we can find out how much they spent on
0: it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, possibly. Was that well? That was going to be like the most professional link to the next subject. That well, certainly I've witnessed on on
1: on here, but. I, I could tell you roughly how much they spent on it. Which category is it coming out of? must be in the, under league league expenses, right? Paul, I don't know how much you sort
0: of shared your personal history with listeners since you started. Certainly your working history, but what is your, like, trade? Uh, I'm an accountant. Okay. But you seem to be having a okay. few problems
1: with this sheet. <laughs> uh, explain what this sheet is, first of all. So, I have the, the published... The publicly available counts for the K-League okay. for 2017 and 2016. Right. Um, Never leave home without them. They made a profit this year. They made a loss last year. But if you want to talk about the VAR and the expense, I assume that goes under league operating expenses, which in 2016 was about $4.5 million. Okay. 2017 was $6.5 million. So it's gone up. Therefore, the... Var was presumably somewhere between zero and two million. Right. I would also assume that if you looked on the tender offer on their website, it would tell you how much you're supposed how to bid for. How much you're supposed? To... Oh, right. Quite possibly. You want, You want to check? No.
0: Well, you you haven't given me the Wi-Fi password, <laughs> so I can't actually. But yeah. Okay. Homework. Uh, please check the tender document for
1: VAR. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Anything else you'd like to know about the account? Oh, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, walk us briefly through, and I mean briefly through the accounts. I mean, what were their main expenses? What were their main sources of revenue? Because we're talking about the, we're not even, we're not even talk, we're not talking, not about the
1: KFA here. We're not talking about the individual clubs. We're talking about the K League right. organization. Right. So, right. So the K League, which yeah, the KFA obviously runs international games. International and, and games, the FA Cup and the. Grassroots, yeah. so to speak. We're talking just literally Kaylee Classic, Kaylee Challenge, right? Uh, and a few sundry yeah. kind so of items. Their total income for the year was twenty-three and a half million dollars. Okay. Using the one dollar to one thousand one exchange rate, which hasn't has has been true since the financial crisis in two thousand and eight. There we go. That was made up of six million for TV
0: rights. Okay, six million for TV rights. So that's. Pretty much the same as it's been for years now. Yeah. Compared to something like 200 million in China or something. And even 40 million in Japan.
1: Yeah, same as it was last year. I still can't believe that they actually pay. But. Three million for uh, competition sponsorship.
0: Okay. That's so
1: that would be the principal sponsor, Oil Bank. Presumably. Okay. Uh, that's down from last year. Okay. Um, official sponsorship. Okay, maybe the
0: ball sponsor, the uh,
1: referee, all s- referee
0: sponsor, the All Star Game has <coughs> a ton of sponsors and things like that.
1: Yeah, um, not quite sure. Uh. It could, I guess that could be the guys that like the eight was it the, the drink sponsorship that they're behind the goal and things like that. Oh and yeah. Gatorade oh, and
0: stuff. yeah yeah yeah. So right, you mean the one the adverts that appear at every right not stadium specific.
1: Yeah, that was two point eight million. Right. Gone up a million since last is year. really? A bit weird. Well, I mean, someone in the marketing department is earning their money. Yep. Uh, then you've got money from the sports lotto. Right. Seven and a half million. Right. Steady from last year. Okay. Um, other other business income, which God knows what that might be. Official room salon sponsor. Yeah. Bribes.
0: <laughs> I'm not making any comment on that. I do notice you're wearing a green sweater, though, today. Is that meant like intimate anything when you uh?
1: yeah it was it was a bribe day at the at work today right so that was a million other, other business income a million right and then uh, non-business income three million non-business income three million okay um, I don't know what it would be in this case but maybe nor- they bought some bitcoin and sold it at yeah normally investments that's, that's made for a typical business that's made up of uh, foreign exchange gains All right Interest income, right? Rental income on properties that are not used in the course of the right. business, things like that. Okay, expenses. As I said, they made a profit of about 300k this year, so their expenses were roughly 23 million. Um, six and a half million to run the league. Okay, and does that include their domestic, their like their own staffing costs and things like that. Um, it doesn't say it. Just says K League, ACL, Junior right. League, All Star. Do they pay the referees? Uh, yes, the average referee was paid. Was it forty million one last year? I think. Yeah, but I want to know how much they were paid by the K League, not how much they were paid by your green sweater. <laughs> I, I, the forty million one was the uh, uh, official forty ad, million. Yeah.
0: So, do the, the I think it was just going off on a tangent. Are the referees professional? Um, or is it? You know, the the, the referee today is. Mr. Park, he's a dentist from Wonju or something.
1: Like it used to be in the good old days. Some of them must be professional because forty million is probably above the average right. salary for a, a Korean. Okay. So if you look at their uh, the the two thousand the two thousand and seventeen K League guidebook, it tells you which referees, referee how many matches they refereed, and et etc. Cetera, et cetera. Oh, really? So you can yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to, the, copy that. back to the expenses. Yep. Nine and a half million for marketing. Okay, yeah. Um, that says. Um, seems to be implied they pay that to the teams to use. Oh, okay. I guess they pay the teams to put the ads. It'd be a bit weird because they're actually spending more on marketing than they're. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And then. What's this? Uh, some some kind of fund to improve expand and improve the league okay so that's, that is it's working out just brilliantly 3 million that yep. goes on uh, parachute payments to okay. relegated teams yeah uh, financial support for the two military teams oh right and uh ha- she it, like prize money she it. yeah win 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 yeah. win money yeah prize money then there's uh, 200 grand spent on uh, academy football academy okay so, youth football. Uh, 500,000 spent on what appears to be machinery or maybe cars. Oh, the, the acous pool. Yeah. 3 million on uh, general admin. Right. And then 200,000 on what they call uh, non business expenses. Right. Which I can see where your mind's going, but which they refer to as corporation tax.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Corporation. No, one pays corporation tax. It says
1: corporation tax, etc. etc. Right. Okay, that's more like it. But given that their profit was only three hundred fifty thousand, <laughs> tax that at ten percent. Yes. You can see that the other is more than the corporation tax, yeah. presumably. <laughs> but there you go. But
0: no, that's a pretty healthy. Well, I it's not a balance sheet, but it's a pretty healthy statement. Um. Yeah. Did I, they make
1: a loss. Yeah, they obviously made a loss last year. Right. But yeah, they. Uh, they increase their income a little bit right? Uh, decreased their expenses a, l- a little bit mm.
0: ok so the account's looking good look forward to doing this again next January when we've got the uh, next years and we can compare yeah. how they've done both in terms of attendances and in terms of financials anything more we
1: need to say on the accounts? Uh, no I passed them I certified, you certified them. Fully audited by me. Really? For the purposes of overseas uh league fans. Right, okay, good. Well done. Yep. Okay. Probably shouldn't say that, really. No, probably shouldn't. You no, can I'm delete them. I'm going to sign
0: them. <laughs> it's like, um, it's going to be like, yeah, what's that? Um, never, never mind. Anyway, uh, anyway okay. Uh, next one, I, I'd written down the, the under-23... Champion AFC under 23 championship that's going on right now in China. I see that's been you know, top really grabbing your attention the past week, I'm sure.
1: Yep. Um, I didn't mention it last week because there's, apparently there's a whole bunch of FC Seoul players. Right, play, there are. Like, five or six? Yes. as opposed uh, We say to FC Seoul players. I mean, some of these joined FC Seoul like two weeks ago. Right. Never obviously played, but. As opposed to the uh, seven or eight t- players that got called up for the. Korean friendlies at the end of this month, right? Which I guess we'll talk about in a sec, right? Yeah, definitely talk about play- football that's going on at the moment. So, mm-hmm. Korea played played their three group games now.
0: Uh, Korea have played their three group games now. They have gone through. They were. Not exactly convincing in the first two games. The first game was against Vietnam. Yep. Uh, they conceded an early goal. Okay. They did equalise not too long after. That was one of those FC Seoul players, a Cho Young, this is when I should have written it out, Cho Young Ook, I want to say is his name is, uh, who has only joined FC Seoul as of January 1st this this year.
1: Uh, <coughs> an FC Seoul legend. He absolutely
0: he has done nothing wrong so far, so even you can't criticise him. Um, one thing I'm going to criticise though and this is about an FC Seoul player just after time, FC Seoul got a uh, FC Seoul <laughs> just after time, Korea got a penalty it was still one each in the first group game against Vietnam a team you would probably expect to be beating and it was, it was a stonewall penalty Lee Gun Ho not that one um, I was going to say, he can't be on the Lee Ligon Ho is now the top scorer in the competition, by the way. Uh, apparently he plays for Pohang Steelers. Uh, he, he won a penalty, stone cold penalty, up steps Yun Song-won, FC Seoul player who actually has played for the first team a couple of times. He was my pick last year to be standout youth player in the league. Didn't quite work out that way. Uh, but he's still a, a decent prospect. He steps up to take it. Uh, what does he do?
1: He penankered it. He tried to penanker it. If you failed to anchor it, what, what, what do you call it? I now call it a Yun-Sung
0: yun <laughs> It was unbelievable. And the, it, everything that was wrong about modern football was encapsulated in that. This is a young player at this tournament, the first game of the tournament, yep. playing against a team, OK, they should be beating. Yep. They're not beating. They're into the second half. It's one each. You, you've got a penalty... Get the ball in the net. Don't be moron. Yep. He tries to put an anchor at. goalkeeper doesn't move. The goalkeeper just stands there and catches it.
1: Yep.
0: What a muppet! <laughs> it, 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 it's like the, it's, that's the headphones generation. Like it, it, it's, it, it's, it was horrible. Now, in f- fairness to him, 20 minutes later he delivered a beautiful free kick right onto the head of Lee Ho who headed the? Who headed what turned out to be the winner uh, but I was seething watching watching that once I picked myself up off the floor from the five minutes of rolling around with hysterical laughter okay. uh, it was worse than Dayan's penalty against who was that against last year? Shanghai Shanghai. I, I said worse than that it was 20 times worse than that watch it if you haven't seen it watch it anyway they got away with it they won H- he'll have learnt his lesson
1: presumably he won't do it again
0: well, I don't think you'll be taking any penalties for Korea again anytime soon. The second game was against Syria. Yep. Uh, it was a slog. It was a boring nil-nil. I think that was, a, that was good for the, the team. I know that this is Asia. I know that these AFC, the, these under-23 games, especially in Korea, they do count for something. It's important for them. Uh, whereas, really, it should all be about the development. But you know, get used to playing those games. We know that Syria are a very difficult team to beat whatever level it's at a frustrating team to play against as well and they're going to need to get used to those kind of games because they're going to have those who do make it to the top level are going to have a heck of a lot of those kind of games to get through in qualifying in years to come nothing each went to the final game against Australia and this was on on Wednesday evening and it all clicked suddenly they find themselves um, 2-0 2 0 up at half time, Egan Ho with a, a, another goal. All-Sam uh, player, I think, Hansung Yu with the second, and then Egan Ho with the third. So, absolutely coasting 3 three 0 up. In fairness, that wasn't really an accurate reflection of the balance of play. They didn't deserve to be 3 0 up. They certainly deserved to be winning. They then had a mini little sort of brain fade for about three minutes, around about the uh, 75th. 80th minute mark, they conceded two quick goals Australia got back to 3-2 uh, Korea saw out the game I, I don't think there was too much I saw on Twitter there were some heart attack moments, uh, there weren't really there was some flapping at crosses and things like that but they saw out the game, it wouldn't have mattered even if they let one even if they let one through, and if they'd drawn three, three each, they would have still qualified top of the group and so yeah, signs are reasonably encouraging they look okay going forward a little bit vulnerable at the back uh, with those fast breaks, with those crosses as well. Uh, but they're into the next round. They play Malaysia in the next rounds on, I think, I want to say Saturday. And, you know, they've got a good chance. The China, the hosts, they're out. Uh, I don't think they play Japan until the finals. So
1: Who else qualified from their group?
0: Uh, qualifying from the uh, group, I did actually check this out. I wanted to say... Syria, but I'm going to look at this and probably end up... wasn't uh, Australia, right? It wasn't Australia, no. Uh, had Australia scored had they, and got an equaliser, I think they would have actually had a chance of uh, going uh, of, of going through. Uh, but ultimately, it was Vietnam who went through on... Um, what did they go through on? Just the coin? I'm actually not really sure. Uh, is it head-to-head? It was head-to-head head they went through on because they beat Australia. Okay. uh, Anyway, they're through to the the next round. And uh, in the next round, uh, it is uh, going to be Qatar against (laughs) Palestine, Iraq against Vietnam, Japan against Uzbekistan, and Korea against Malaysia. So, that Korea game's on Saturday? It's on Saturday, yes. Okay. Winner plays Japan (laughs) or Uzbekistan. So, totally opposite from what I just said. Can't play play Japan until the semi final. You
1: just prepared that really well.
0: yeah I know
1: yeah anyway
0: uh, so yeah under 23 championship it's football
1: and as I I mentioned the uh, national team have got three friendlies coming up end of January against do you remember
0: Uh, we did talk about this last time I was here now I can't remember who they're playing
1: Uh, Jamaica right Latvia okay and uh, Moldova right okay I think it's Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Moldova. And um, where are these games? Or Macedonia, one of those two. Are they taking them to Europe or are they playing them here? They're playing them in Turkey. Okay. Um, followed up by two friendlies. I just announced an, an, another friendly yesterday. Mm-hmm. Northern Ireland, in Northern Ireland. Okay. And then Poland in Poland. Okay. That's in March. So, But the team he's called up is obviously domestic slash Asian-based players. Right. So he's called up a huge number of uh, Chombuk players, I think. Seven eight. right uh, just right before As they, word. just right before they start their Asian League champions League,
0: right, so that means they'll they'll go into that properly match fit and fly right, yeah,
1: unless I uh, send a few quid to someone to take some players out I'm pretty sure whoever you pay off, John book
0: will have trumped you in terms of the <laughs> okay, mm. so. Should be able to beat all three of those teams, no? But it doesn't really matter. It's friendly. It's like
1: building the blocks, like preparing for the summer. Don't peak too early. I'm not even sure if it's a full A, a match friendly either. Right. Because as of yesterday, they weren't on the FIFA website. So right. So they may be like B, B teams. So why are we even talking about them? Because my assumption is they'll be uh, full friendlies, but we'll see. Okay. Anyway... Reason why we're talking about this yeah. because ex career manager. Right. Do you remember?
0: Ex career manager. I can go through some several by the way, watching these AFC under twenty-three championship, I was amused to see old Kim Bong Gil is the manager. Yep. The guy who managed to get fired from Incheon not once but twice, which is quite an achievement. I think the second time wasn't actually his fault,
1: but yeah. okay. Talking of ex-career ex-career managers we'll start with uh Gus Hiddink's assistant uh, uh which was the bold P- Korean guy oh okay right right yeah who I think I just saw has been appointed the new Vietnam manager has he really yes wow I didn't really look in detail but I think that's the gist of it I got as I was skimming through
0: are we going to talk about a lot because I hear
1: Pim Verbeek is working in Africa now uh I wasn't I was going to talk about Bert Van Marvik. Forgotten him, who is being bandied about as the replacement for whoever uh, Andrew Postolou in in Australia. Really, with people saying, basically saying that the quote, the, the quote I used to ask about, use about Pak Ji If Pak Ji is the answer, don't ask the question. It's right, okay. okay. Is anyone ever happy with their, their
0: their their new manager? I mean, let's face it. They're only gonna ha- they only gonna have to turn for Bert van Marwick because Tony
1: Pulis is now not available. Right. And then, of course, our everyone's favourite Uli. Uli, Do you know where he ended up? Oh, I know that Uli. Uh, he's
0: the guy who uh, who falls upwards, okay, and landed on his wallet in China. Yep, Tianjin
1: Teda. Yep. Who so had just signed Jonathan. Jonathan. So Uli got fired from the career job in last summer, right? Yeah. And at that stage, Tianjin were right at the bottom of the Chinese league. In a relegation struggle. Okay. For God knows what reason, they decided to turn to him to save them. uh, And he rebuffed them. So the money wasn't good enough. Okay. So they offered more money, and he accepted. Uh, And he came in for, uh, I think, the last seven games of the season. First match, they lost 5-1. Okay. Fans were up in arms. Uh, And then for the next six matches, he won five and, and lost one. To save the team, so he got a year year extension to his contract. That is really depressing. <laughs> Presumably a raise as well. Yeah, uh, and based on that, he said the player I need to to make a good season this year is Jonathan. Okay. So Tianjin don't go for signing um, players from Africa for 65 million pounds like Beijing are supposed to be doing today. Okay. Uh, they have relatively modest... They, they got sold... Uh, John obi Mikel is there, isn't he? Yeah, so their players... John Obi... Well, they didn't call him John Obi-Miquel. John, John Obi. Oh, is that what they call him? OK. And uh, they had a Senegalese player who was their star striker last year. Uh, according to Uli, what he said is, yes, our Senegalese player, uh, who's called Mbaye Dianu... He, t- he did really well. He scored six goals in the seven games. I was there, but whenever he plays, the other players just play long balls to him. Therefore, I wanted to replace him with someone that would uh, be available to play a more passing style of football or a more you know, that style of
0: football. fluent passing, probing, penetrative football that Uli was famous for when he was in Korea.
1: Therefore, I've s- therefore I've chosen Jonathan. Well, I'm logical choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Jonathan is quick and he's got good technique. Uh, he has a wide range of skills and he can. He doesn't need like good players around him. He can do things by himself. Clearly, he, yeah. He can change the game by himself. So that's why I wanted him. Fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds sounds perfectly logical. Sounds perfectly uh, acceptable. Quote from Jonathan. Yeah. Um, the manager hasn't said anything to me about tactics yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for that to change, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or what he's expecting or hoping of me this season. Score goals? Yeah. So that's where it is. Uh, obviously, that generated a lot of uh, comments from Korean fans, this report. Okay. The top comment of which was... Uh, as a manager of Korea for three years, he was supposed to travel around and sort of find new talent to revitalise the Korean team. All he managed to find was jung Um After Chowdhury retired, he still hasn't found a, a right back to replace him. He just used Chang Hyun Su in his place, uh, and the
0: defence was crap. In fairness, though, it's so early, while he was career manager, he couldn't exactly go out and
1: sign Jonathan, though, could he? True. Uh, during the, the last stage of World Cup qualifiers Korea were in danger of not qualifying um, he didn't know how to use um, Sonong Min so didn't right. use it effectively oh, yeah. so it made the Korean team crap to watch with high expectations therefore he was fired gone to China and now he's starting to nick our players from us Kaylee players Nick Kaylee so players so basically a Suwon fan right there yeah okay uh, <laughs> he's basically plundered Korean football by taking him for a lot of money mm-hmm. and now uh, so he's like what they say is the final comment was he is the biggest mercenary in, in Korean football's history okay wow who was no help at all to our game okay harsh fair um he, he wasn't very good was he
0: Suffice to say, and he made it, He's obviously a tough negotiator as well. Yeah. So he was presumably on
1: a good, what do we call it a good bunt, shall we say? Yeah. Suffice to say, Korean football fans are not happy about Uli, oh. or him nicking Jonathan from the K League. Right. So. Oh well, such is life. Right. So nice that. life if uh, you're early. Just before we get around to wrapping up,
0: yeah. Winner and Any other business? of the week. Oh, um, I was going to say the winner of the week is probably uh, FC Seoul goalkeeper Yang Han Bin, I Bin. believe his name is, who yep. managed to managed to be named in the team twice for their friendly in uh, Kiel
1: yep. the other day, both in goal and out, along with. Uh... Hyun who was playing and on the bench. and on the bench. Yeah. And did you notice that Seoul's team only had ten players? Oh, did the it really. And that the, their opposition played played eleven. Sometimes the way Wang played last year, it felt like that. <laughs> so, and if you assume that Yang didn't really play twice. Yeah, yeah, nine <laughs> they had <three>. nine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So he's your winner. He's my winner. Yeah, absolutely. If he can do
0: that, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good season. Was that the match they won? They, I believe they did win that match. Yeah. With
1: uh, Kawhi scored twice. Oh, I don't know who scored, but I didn't well, care I'm that much. Sure, the yeah the mm, mm. the details about that were a bit sketchy mm. from from the team sheet through to the the scores and assists. So, yeah. Right. Loser of the week? Uh, Loser of
0: the week is the poor old ajumas who sell tickets at a fraction of their face value outside every K-League stadium because if, if, if the people are not going to be counted as coming in, there's surely no actual incentive for the clubs to give away bundles and bundles of free tickets anymore. So they won't have them, you know, obviously they're Receive a free ticket. Receive a bunch of free tickets. You're best served by visiting your local Ajumma tout, selling them to her for man one, the whole lot for man one. I don't mean each, and <laughs> then she can go sell them for John one outside the stadium. Right. So she's.
1: That presumably means you, you know FC Seoul season tickets. Yeah, they get one free ticket for every five games they go to. Right. Didn't know that.
0: Uh, I've never actually well I used to get those stamps not that I've ever been in FC Seoul uh, I used to get those stamps and occasionally get the free tickets but it hasn't really been worth it in past years because if anyone wanted to go to the game they could just have my ticket because I sure as hell couldn't go to the game <laughs> yeah
1: but so FC Seoul fan season ticket holders get one free ticket for every five games they go to yeah in addition to the Panini cards they get every game yeah so I assume those Tickets won't be counted as being present. Well, uh,
0: well you, they Seoul could get around Not that I think Seoul really, one of the teams who actually really care about that. And they probably could by saying that that is actually a ticket that's included in the season ticket. And, but anyway, I don't think it's. Uh, uh, those Panini cards, the one time I remembered to actually get it last season, do you know who was on the
1: card? Juan? Hmm? No. Uh, Yu No. <laughs> you can make me guess. Give me a hint. Um, he could probably have done a
0: better job managing the team than Huang. Uh, DM? No. Uh, that doesn't narrow it down. It doesn't so really <laughs> narrow it down. Sid. Sid? Sid was on my uh, panini card. That's the mascot. Probably. That's the mascot, yeah. I wouldn't mind if it was the vegas Yeah, Almost got through. Almost got through. <laughs> Without mentioning anyone. Anyway, I've started, so I finish. I wouldn't have minded if the V-Girls been on it, but it was it was good old Sid. Uh, anyway,
1: uh, any, other, any other business? Yeah, who were your winners and losers of the week? Um, my loser is the poor mug that's uh, released the, the K-League fixtures. Oh, there won't be any consequences.
0: It's not hey. like the, I mean, come on, the, the guy who pressed the uh, incoming ballistic missile alert in Hawaii by mistake hasn't been hasn 't been fired, so i, I think you'll get away I blame it. trump for that okay well this is a this is a, a English language podcast about the K league though we might not actually have any K league left if we don't have a career left in a, but anyway
1: uh, all right so you want me to choose a different loser a different winner
0: no i was just said I just disagreed i didn 't the game of opinions i mean you, i mean it 's not with VAR we can have we can we can var it but no, you can pick whoever your lo- loser is.
1: Alright, loser, um, K-League fans in general. Why? Or uh, Lots of midweek games, which means down, decreased crowds. Because a lot of people can't make midweek games. Right. Uh, big, big break in the middle. Yep. Winners will be the K-League when Korea win the World Cup this summer and bring droves and droves of K-League fans flocking to games in the second half of the season. Right. Okay, you really were clutching at straws for <laughs> the, for this one, weren't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Or should I say, my winners are uh, FC Seoul for apparently having a, a, a clutch of decent, talented young players coming through.
0: Yeah, Andy Insoong and One, who actually is the, 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 he was the loser of last week, actually not not this week. So, uh,
1: okay. Any other business? Nope. Just an intro. Intro. Uh, outro. Sorry. Okay. Any idea? Um. Given that there's quite a dearth of uh, hip-hop songs about accounting and statistics and things like that. Counting and statistics. Crowd figures. Crowd figures, okay. um, There's no obvious candidate, I think. Okay. So I'm going to use my uh, emergency outro. Right. Which is by M83, Mm -hmm. and it's called Outro.